You look like you were as lost as I was, though, yeah, but then much. I had a thought. Sometimes you just got to take a crack at yeah, it. Yeah. I got the first three words of this sentence. Let's just throw it out there and see what I get. So we start each week with one of us coming up with an idea for a character. We make heroes. We make villains. The fun show nobody gets to see. The best show happens backstage. That's kind of what we're saying is we're, we're inviting you in to enjoy the parts of the process that we enjoy if anyone listening gets inspired to make something original for themselves then we've done our job i think that even though the whole podcast is us creating the character it's a podcast about writing process we forget it's a podcast and get lost in the story hi everyone welcome to the b mega podcast my name is luke and this is adam hey guys Luke and I are the creators of Megaton City News, a webcomic that you can aptly find at megatoncitynews.com. We've been creating things together. Well, how long have we known each other, Luke? Oh, man. We've known each other since, I think, about the second grade. Um, I think my first memory of you is uh, I was standing alone at recess, and I saw you and one of our old schoolmates lurching towards me with, with your fists kind of pumping in the air and you were chanting uh what was it that you were chanting human punching bag i believe that's right human punching bag yeah i'm not really a bully uh, and and you were much smaller than i was at the time significantly um but it it all i think all i did was uh just kind of brush you guys off smile and and just let it happen i remember you having a good laugh about it and 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 yeah particularly you, you were the most good-natured person in the process of being bullied that I've ever encountered. <laughs> I think that early experience in the second grade actually set the foundation for uh, our our relationship f- moving forward for the rest of our lives. Uh, that that uh, that need to just kind of make each other laugh no matter what. Yeah, and I think that's. I mean, we that set the stage for a series of creative pursuits uh largely geared at making each other shoot things out of our noses and 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 have a good time and and grew and grew to include a a broader audience than just you and i over the years yeah definitely and that was i think largely the spirit of uh we had started talking about collaborating again a few years ago i guess when when you first mentioned to me the idea of Megaton City and, and the Megas, which came out of a novella that you wrote? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, like you said, we'd been trying to come up with some ideas uh, to start collaborating on. We, we'd kind of, we'd, well, we hadn't seen each other for a long time and just uh, started reconnecting and, and trying to collaborate on, I think we tried some plays, we tried, uh, we tried all sorts of different things. And then I had this idea for the team up, was which was just a, uh, it was a story about a handful of of dysfunctional and incompetent heroes and a, and a villain uh, that are forced to leave the city where they've been they've spent most of their lives uh, and have to to live in this small town to kind of rediscover themselves. Um, but it was that that story that kernel of an idea for Megaton City News uh, that idea of just having this this city that's full of utterly incompetent superheroes uh with absurd powers supervillains who are who are even less competent in their ability to uh rule the world let alone control a city 
um, and then all the humans that are just uh, kind of caught in the crossfire. There's such a great, I mean, I, I fell in love with the concept kind of immediately, and it's there's such a great absurdity to it, and I, I, I mean, this is what I've always respected about you as a writer is that you've got... I think you've got the best imagination of anybody I've ever <laughs> known personally in that you can take things to such a crazy extreme of 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 without without being gratuitous while being fun and and relatable at the same time but combining things that would never be combined and creating characters and worlds that I think never would exist and that's how I feel about Megaton City and in a lot of ways this podcast is about us bridging the gap between where we were throughout all the years that we were creating as kids, just making each other laugh and really with a focus on the process for the process sake to merge that with what we're doing now to really connect with an audience and, and particularly this story, Megaton City and Megaton City News and this 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 sort of wonderful world that is a great platform for exploring all the foibles of humanity and our goofiness and we're a couple of imbecilic goofballs that fit right in in megaton city i suppose it's kind of a it's kind of a microcosm of the bizarre world that we think we live in in our brains anyway exactly and so what this podcast is is really us creating the inhabitants for Megaton City News, that it's uh, about exploring the creative process. We start, essentially, we, we've been having these conversations about Megaton City News and creating characters and things that happen there for quite a while now. And the way that the podcast works is that we begin by one of us having a, an inspired idea for a character name. The Be Mega podcast is really our... Um our opportunity to invite listeners into our creative process uh, to kind of uh, draw the curtain back and see what goes on behind the scenes as we're making characters, uh, as we're creating stories, uh, and just um, really using our imaginations. What you'll hear in every new episode of the podcast is a flashback to the previous week when a character name is revealed. And after that, you'll hear each of us present our ideas for an initial origin, so just the initial seeds of an idea for what this, where this character came from. From there, we collaborate to create a single origin story for this character. And then comes the fun part when we add superpowers, special abilities, create a nemesis, weaknesses for the character. When we've done all of that, we share the full origin story for the character that we've created that week. Well, Adam, I think we've uh, we've explained enough of the podcast this week. We beat that into the ground, you think? I think so. And I promise we will probably never do that again. <laughs> probably. So I think uh, I think now it's just time to throw uh, throw a few switches, turn a few knobs, and journey <laughs> back in time to uh, to the initial character reveal. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy the first B-Mega podcast. Previously at the Mega HQ. I like to hang out at this coffee shop around the corner from my place. And I like it for a bunch of reasons. It's a good coffee shop. They roast their own beans and blah, blah, blah. But I'm not really that picky, but it's nice and quiet. And one thing I like is that they've got bookshelves all like on the, all the walls and they're all full of books. 
and you can just take them. Just if you want a book, nice. just honor system. Take a book, bring back a book, bring a book. If you want to keep it, replace That's it with brilliant. a book. Yeah, it's laid back. It's kind of a nice hippie coffee shop. Anyway, I'm into it. So, but then I sit there, and when I'm supposed to be writing, I just stare at the books and just like sort of stare at all the book titles. <laughs> I don't read any of the books. I've never actually picked up a book and read it. That would be good, but I just stare at the book titles. But so I'm staring kind of across the room at a big red book called, I don't know if it's Tomo and Hawk or Tomo and Hawk. It's Bryce Courtney who wrote it, who wrote a book that I've read called The Power of One. That's very good. That was a really popular book. But at any rate, I didn't see it right. And it was this big red book. And so the character this week is what I thought it said, Tomato Hawk. Mega Origin. My version of the Tomato Hawk's origin story is that a poor farmer trying to cope with worsening droughts uh, was tricked into allowing an evil chemical company to test their water alternative on their tomato crop. Uh, after the uh, the chemicals have been used on all the tomatoes and uh, they've they've started growing and they become huge, they're these giant plump red tomatoes the farmer uh is really excited and and goes out and tries to eat one of these tomatoes and um immediately starts having stomach cramps and thinks thinks that there's some sort of food poisoning at work and passes out uh and when they wake up they discover they have these amazing new abilities mega origin number two a, a tomato geneticist who worked for a large canned tomato company. So she stared at tomatoes all day. Trusty mug of tomato juice at her side. Her, her, her deep love of tomatoes led her to this career, but now she was all tomatoed out. Her only pleasure in life came from walking her pet hawk, Jorge, in the <laughs> evenings around the city venting about her troubles. Occasionally, Jorge would snatch a passing rodent as they walked. One stormy night, she and Jorge were walking around the city when they were struck by a bolt of lightning, which reacted with the high levels of tomato acidity in her system. And with Jorge's talons digging into her shoulders, she was given heightened abilities, forever transformed into the Tomato Hawk. Time for the Brainstorm. I mean, mine was a little long, which I knew, but other than that, they were pretty similarly structured, right? Like, it was the same concept. Yeah, yeah. Weird. I I, I almost thought that your character <laughs> was going to work for the chemical company that I had set up. Right? But it did, she did work for a big company. Like, yeah. that was a big, that was an important part of it to me. And yeah. I was like, wow, your character started in such a different place. <laughs> I love it. I really liked the concept of the farmer, partially because it made it made the tomato thing so much more logical. I liked the idea of the 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 tomato hawk being a person who worked for a large company, and that then would would be a a fighter for good causes. Right. Maybe this is maybe it's a former. Maybe they used to be a a a farmer, and now they work for this this larger company. I have to say, I really like your hawk. I like the hawk element. Well, yeah, I, I thought I thought that. Yeah, that's a good point. Is I do think the hawk element because I 
thought, you know, tomato hawk. Hawk seems a little out of nowhere otherwise. At one point I was considering uh, that, that the hawk would just be a thing that the character was in, uh, enjoyed. That like, that maybe she would have like a big hawk tattoo on her back or something. Oh, like, nice. she was, like she was this quiet tomato geneticist, but that she loved hawks. And that was then when I decided that she would just have a pet hawk. So I, it could be both, I suppose. I, I, I like your. I also really like her being female, just because for some reason tomato feels female to me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I no, kept. Like, I don't, yeah, you know what I mean. It's just that's funny. I I almost did the same thing. Like I, I kept it uh, gender neutral. Yeah. Um, and almost turned her into a female. Yeah. I. So here's the thing. I think your character starting as a geneticist is uh totally out of the classic tradition of comic book characters uh being like geniuses and and yeah and why not why not then i like i liked the farmer idea better than like the can the company the canned tomato company and stuff it never felt i don't know that felt a little forced or something but i think i like the idea of the farm so i mean what if what if it's what if she's a she's a tomato geneticist who maybe she has, created the chemical yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say so maybe she's 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 trying to feed the world through tomatoes and so she creates this she tries to create this maybe it's not chemical though because i guess if she was a geneticist it wouldn't right. be or she could so be she's, a chemist i suppose but. or i i like the genetically uh, how topical how ridiculously right. topical indeed uh, she's she's a geneticist and maybe she gets some pressure from from higher up in the organization hey. like hey you know we know that you have really good intentions but we also have a lot of restaurants and and all these other these other corporations that really want our tomatoes so we need you to to really bump up production yes yes so then she has kind of a bone to pick with this company that that it's it's part of her own uh her own her, hubris her, her. that causes so, this but also so she, because she believes she can feed the world but the company really wants to make more money right so she tries to create higher yielding tomatoes bigger tomatoes larger size yes. tomatoes and maybe and she they succeeds? Well, I think she succeeds in one aspect, but they also maybe they do something to um to alter her design a little bit. So, like they're 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 forcing her to use some sort of proprietary uh genetic mockery of nature that they want yeah, to use yeah, yeah. in this this tomato. And she thinks things are going to be perfect. And she she tries this tomato, and she gets she's transformed, and yeah. then but then all the like they they send these tomatoes out into the the world, so all these other people start eating these tomatoes, and then they all become tomato. And hawks? they all some of them become tomato hawks, maybe <laughs> not tomato hawk. Nah, nah. What if? I mean, yes, though. I think you're in the right range. What if it's that? So. So she's she's already yielding larger tomatoes than anyone's ever seen, and her cause is good. But the company wants her to inject them with this this new serum, this new chemical right. that 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 will give them that will make them 
basketball size crazy tomatoes and 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 ones that juice more easily and things like that that work for them but because she's such a lover of the tomatoes she injects herself with the with the chemical first Ooh. to make sure that it's safe i like it and she injects her hawk jorge no that got a little weird <laughs> yeah as you say i'm doing this to myself and also <laughs> to you <laughs> Okay, so maybe not that part. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but I think the first part is good. <laughs> I like... Okay, I like that. Yeah. So then the hawk has to get involved. Maybe... She eats the hawk. No. Wait, that's <laughs> <laughs> this poor hawk. <laughs> well, here's the question. Did the hawk survive this incident in your original origin? Yeah, see, I was kind of, I was kind of leaving that up open for interpretation. So... <laughs> So what about this? I, was, I guess I was kind of saying that they merged to one. What if... Truthfully, she, I wasn't certain. What if instead of testing it on herself, she tests it on, on one of her like prized tomatoes at mm -hmm. home? I like that. And she she tries this tomato. Everything seems fine. And then she gets, she gets these powers. And also the hawk. The hawk nibbles off of the, the tomato. So then they're like a duo. It's tomato hawk. It's it's her with superpowers, and she has this t this hawk, who is also maybe it. Does it transform her physically? Like, does she look like a tomato? I had her looking more like a hawk. Okay, but that's okay. I kind of like the idea of her having the hawk. Yeah, I like the idea of her having the hawk as a sidekick a lot. I think they could be tomato and hawk. <laughs> tomato and hawk together <laughs> team tomato hawk <laughs> trying to feed the world one tomato at a time and the um, hawk is like this kind of tomato shaped thing with wings and a beak and she wears like a tomato like head or like a hawk headdress yeah but her skin is all of tomato yes like the skin of a tomato <laughs> she's a, like a she's like a big not big, but like you know, like a, 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 a in good physical shape, uh, you know, hero, but with the skin of a tomato, <laughs> like with the flesh of a tomato. Well, we have the origin now. Should we give her some powers? This just in from Megaton City News: Rickwood Estates residents report a slimy primate destroyed several homes before being dispatched by a flying tomato. Mega power. So Tomato Hawk's first power is that her body can turn any tomatoes she consumes into tomato juice, which she's able to shoot through her fingers. <laughs> so she shoots tomato juice, but she has to eat tomatoes to generate the juice. Just to consume tomatoes. So if she doesn't get any tomatoes, then she can't make any tomato juice, but she can store it. She eats the tomatoes and she can store the juice inside. Nice. So she has a certain reservoir. <laughs> And she can also, it can be hot. She can make it hot. Oh. So boiling hot tomato juice. If she that's amazing. To, to, to weaponize it. Can she serve it as a, as a meal if, she, yeah, if totally. she needs to? She still, she still has a cause for feeding people. So, yeah, sometimes she goes around <laughs> and serves, serves hungry children tomato juice. <laughs> it's a power that can be used 
both for crime fighting and good doing. <laughs> Mega power. So my uh, my first power for Tomato Hawk is uh, is that she can fling prehensile tomato vines from a strange new orifice in the palm of her hands and she uses the vines like lassos to capture enemies tomato vines from a mysterious new orifice <laughs> so her her biology has changed quite a bit yeah quite a bit she shoots tomato from her fingers she can shoot tomato vines from a mysterious orifice in her hand she has a juice reservoir it. in her body somewhere <laughs> Mega ability. So my second, it's more of an, uh, I guess it would be a power. It's a sort of an ability, I guess. Um, applies to the hawk, Jorge. Jorge has the ability now, now that he's half tomato, or he's been overtaken by the tomato chemical. Jorge, had now, the hawk, now has the ability to communicate with other fruits. <laughs> telepathically and so so they often use their fruit brethren in crime fighting so they can they can you know stir together the uh, you know an apple orchard to throw apples or they're able to use use fruit to help them in their in their in their causes that is fantastic <laughs> So they can summon pairs yeah. to come and help. Yes. yes, precisely. Special item. The tomato hawk has uh, has what are called condiment bombs. Uh, they are specially formulated packets of explosive ketchup. They're they're created from uh, some of her own private, uh, privately grown tomato crops. Ah, so she makes she makes the tomato bombs. Yes, nice, nice gear. Does she does she throw them? She tosses them. Yes, tosses them. Yeah, yeah. And or are they this like the size of tomato packets? They're, like they yeah. look like yeah, yeah, they're just. You know, I don't. Maybe she just grows little, little tomatoes, little cherry tomatoes, and throws them. Oh, that's even better. That tomato be cherry. Better. Toma she grows tomato bombs because she's a geneticist. Right. She grows cherry tomato bombs. And the, the hawk can carry them and drop them? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> For an aerial attack? That's perfect. I picture now the, the hawk wearing like a like a crossed vest, <laughs> like a cross, like with all like these little tomatoes on yes. it. <laughs> like they're like vines, they'd just be vines that go across <laughs> that are just like with all these little cherry tomatoes. Takes them off and tosses just them. them off and dropping them. <laughs> Nemesis. The first enemy uh, that I created for uh, for the Tomato Hawk is the sinister Gorilla Grub. It's an ultra-intelligent mutated gorilla who uh, has consumed bananas that were that were treated with the same. Or, or grown with the same genetic modification that the the tomato was, uh, that that changed tomato hawk, um, and it. Uh, it's, I see it got the same chemical in same, it. Yeah, I'm with 
Yeah. Was it? Yeah, the chemical. It, so it's sorry. a giant grub. It's a giant gorilla slash grub. It's That's it has the head of a gorilla, and the arms of a gorilla, but the lower half of a grub. <laughs> Easy to outrun. Yeah, I would think. I would think. But still, terrifying in an alley, and it just has this insatiable need to destroy humanity. Weakness. Tomato hawk suffers from chronic heartburn from the acid in all the tomatoes that she consumes. Oh. So she has a limit to how many tomatoes she can consume in a day oh. before she becomes totally dis- disabled by this chronic heartburn condition. So she's trying desperately to develop a t- kind of tomato that doesn't give her heartburn. Right. And that's her her side project. <laughs> So so she's constantly taking uh, antacids. Eats a lot of antacids. A lot of antacids. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. The mega origin story for Tomato Hawk. Elaine Roma was a good-spirited geneticist who reluctantly worked for food conglomerate Lycodom Foodstuff, where she had developed ethical and natural processes for growing enormous tomatoes. Elaine avoided the greedy, opportunistic owners of the company by spending most of her time at the corporate farm with her loyal hawk Jorge, a former lab animal who now helped guard her as she conducted research. Despite the company's reputation for putting profits before people, Elaine was hopeful that her work might one day help feed millions. In an attempt to increase the size of Elaine's tomatoes, the owners of Lycodom forced her to spray the crop with an untested chemical called Lycoslush. She instead tested the chemical on a tomato vine in her personal garden and watched with growing bewilderment as it grew before her very eyes. Awestruck and excited, she tasted it without hesitation. In mere moments, the mutagenic tomato transformed her skin into a red, durable membrane. The tips of her fingers exuded powerful jets of fresh tomato juice. She cried out for her hawk, Jorge, who had apparently eaten remnants of the experimental snack and found that he too had been transformed into a winged tomato. Elaine swore to reveal Lycodom's sinister genetic experiments. She took to the streets and used her new abilities to protect citizens from a growing criminal element. Between epic battles with evildoers, she served fresh tomato soup from her fingers at local homeless shelters and grew a crop of explosive cherry tomatoes that Jorge could use to attack enemies. Rumors soon surfaced of another abomination caused by the use of lyco slush on bananas. This time, the victim was a mutated primate called Gorilla Grub a super-intelligent and criminally insane monstrosity with the torso and head of an ape, but the lower half of a giant grub worm. Elaine would go on to battle the Gorilla Grub on many occasions, saving the world time and again. And the public knew her as Tomato Hawk. We hope you enjoyed creating the Tomato Hawk with us this week. You can find us on Twitter and share all of your Tomato Hawk thoughts at Megaton City and using the hashtag Tomato Hawk. 
You can also visit our weekly webcomic at www.megatoncitynews.com. Join us again next week when we'll create a new mega character. Hey, Luke, one thing we didn't talk about, the tomato hawk. Can the tomato hawk fly? Like the actual, the, 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 the woman hero, the, not the, the hawk. Can she fly? You know, I think... Um she she can shoot the the jets of juice out of her fingers <laughs> yeah just put her point her hands down and just i think she flies on a stream of tomato juice yes and paints the city in tomato juice as she flies you don't want to have your you don't want to have your whites hanging out on the laundry <laughs> line when the tomato hawk flies by right well and she would also if she flies through uh juice jets then she, because of how she, she, we talked about how she gets her her juice jets. She has to consume tomatoes. She would have to eat a ton of tomatoes. So she only flies in emergencies or special special needs, <laughs> special like situations. She, yeah, it's not just a spur of the moment. Like it has no, to be planned. Just, She's like, oh, I'm gonna have to. to. <laughs> She's not like late for coffee and like, oh, I'll just fly over there. <laughs> I'll just plaster this whole part of town with tomato juice. All characters and stories found in this podcast are property of Megaton City Creations. Copyright 2015.